services. Our fixed price agreement is set according to your needs and features unlimited phone calls and meetings for one monthly fee. Choose only the services you need and we will tailor them to fit your business. Call today to see how we can provide you with cost-effective solutions. Parker Mellinger, 1811 South Sheridan Avenue in Sheridan. Your business deserves a strong partner. First Federal Bank and Trust provides cash management services to help your business collect, disperse, and manage funds. Whether you need merchant services or positive pay fraud protection, our team will find the tools that best support your business. Contact a cash management officer today by visiting efirstfederal.bank. First Federal Bank and Trust is your partner in success. Member FDIC. Ace Hardware Connect Home Center's Memorial Day event is here, and they have some incredible deals on everything you need for your yard and garden. miracle Grow vegetable and herb, one and a half cubic foot bags of soil are two for $20. Save $5 on 4.93 pounds of preen weed prevention with your Ace Rewards card. And the birds are back, so make sure you have feed and feeders, all with savings too. Look for the flyer on this week's Country Bounty and save big at Ace Hardware and Connect Home Center in Sheridan. When you talk to your pets, this is what they hear. And your dog replies, Hey, Mr. Whiskers, I think he's saying we're getting new dog and cat food from Northwest Naturals. Raw diets for dogs and cats sold locally only at the Health Net. He says Northwest Naturals has cat treats too. Which means you guys stay here. I'm going to the Health Nut in Sheridan's 5th Street Mall right now. When you hear the name Noah's Auto Glass, what do you think of? Do you realize that we can service more than just passenger vehicles? Hi, this is Cindy. Here at Novus, we can repair and replace glass in semi-trucks, farm equipment, construction equipment, RVs, and classic vehicles. We can even come to you. If your restoration project has gotten overwhelming, we can help get you over the top. Stop in or call today to make an appointment. Novus Auto Glass, 347 North Main, 672-0139. This is Public Pulse, your information and conversation program, brought to you by First Federal Bank and Trust. You can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Floyd Whitey. Good morning and welcome to Public Pulse. Joining me this morning is Chief of the Sheridan Police Department, Travis Koltiska, and Captain of the Force, Tom Ringley. Good morning, gentlemen, and thank you for coming on this show. Thanks yeah, for having us, Floyd. Now, uh, summer events, they're all about to kick off. Are, are some of the rookies pretty excited about getting out there? And No, not not really. We <laughs> we, we don't, you know, when, when we were new, everything was so overhyped. Um, that it, it was just stupid. That's it. <laughs> I mean, seriously, that this town's full of good people. Yeah. And so there's going to be a good a bunch of good people um, gathering and having a good time. And of course, when you get a bunch of good people, some people make some poor choices, and and we address those as, as they pop up. But as far as getting everyone hyped up, and you know, it kind of becomes a self fulfilling prophecy too. Right. Um, but um, they go out there really aggressive, yeah, looking for it. We're, we're hiring m- mature people with great character traits that aren't going to really get worked up about anything. I've been to a couple events uh, between here and Buffalo, and even a few in KC, and I've never seen anything get out of hand. Yeah, I, th- I think maybe back in the early '80s and late '70s, the rodeo events 
downtown might have got out of hand once, um, and people are trying to, you know, extend that myth for as long as they can. And we kind of put a stop to it about ten years ago, and since nice. it's not really a thing. Yeah, I know. I know everybody down there's excited that winter is. I'm, I'm going to say it. Winter is officially over. But, uh, <laughs> you know, we are having a lot more contacts. You know, there's people, a lot more people out and about. Yeah. And, you know, and which is normal. And by contacts, I don't mean. In an, in an enforcement capacity necessarily, just a lot more interactions. So everybody's excited about that. We're busy. Uh, there's a lot going on. The officers are, are very busy. And, uh, you know, we're still working on, on hiring and getting our staffing levels where they need to be. And But things are good. We're looking forward to the summer, looking forward to the events. The captain's been integral in pl- helping um, monitor and, and not plan because we don't help plan, but, you know, working with these uh, event holders to provide safety suggestions and, and and look at the plans that they have in place to to make them the best, most successful plan that the, that an event holder yeah. can have. I think we're more curious um, because Main Street will be closed. It's going to be different. So there's going to be a, an, an event on um, on, a, on Brooks and Gould. They're going to have events um, on those streets as, as opposed to Main Street. So we're curious as to how that'll go. But we're, we're a lot more hands-off. We won't have as many officers in the events, because because um, we realize that can curtail people having a good time. Yeah. Um, but we will have um, enhanced traffic patrols, and those uh, officers on traffic patrol can also respond somewhere if they need to. We're still going to have a presence, um, but it's going to be in the in the name of public contact, not. Um, keeping a, a lid on everything right and i i don't want to give too much away about uh tactics uh but when when an officer is assigned uh patrol are they assigned sections of the city no, or, no. or the whole city no um there, our city actually has what six sections five five, five sections and we re- often don't have that many officers on anyway um I, th- I think our favorite part of the job of being a, a, a patrol officer is we have a lot of um, leeway into what we do. Yeah. Um, but we hire workers and they go where, like for high visibility enforcement and traffic, we know where the accidents are. So we go to those areas and try to prevent accidents and prevent yeah, crashes. We do a lot of data mining off yeah. of historical data. And so those areas, so we'll take like say a, a location that is, had a spike in, in crashes, and we look at the time of day that the crashes are occurring and the day of the week, and if those things are, you know, we can try to find the, the, the largest common denominator of causal factors, and we saturate an area during that, that time of day and that day of the week to try to make people a little more aware of, of police presence and maybe if there's human, which there's always human contributing factors to crashes. Um, you know, except for when the deer runs into the side of your vehicle. I yeah. understand that happens too. <laughs> That's happened. Yeah. There's almost always human contributing factors and causal factors that, that we can mitigate through an ex- through a high high visibility. Yeah. Now, you were both on the road uh, for many, many years out there patrol, and now you're both in very strong leadership positions. Do you miss it? Do you miss being out there on patrol? Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. 100%. That, 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 absolutely. I mean, that's why we became police officers. I didn't become a police officer to become a captain and yeah. be an administrator. Um, I became a police officer to do police work, and it's getting harder and harder to sneak into those passenger seats now, too. <laughs> <laughs> as much Plus, as we if, try. If, if we do, they think they're in trouble. Yeah, so right. So we... The lieutenants do a fantastic job in, in getting out and, and monitoring what's going on because the, 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 the best way to, and it's documented in literature, to, uh, 
to monitor performance is through field checks. But that, that's what the lieutenants and primarily sergeants and corporals are for. So we just we have such a great group of people. I just try to stay out of their way. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're extremely competent. Sometimes, you know, that's the best step a leader can yeah. take. I've, I've done all the training I could do. You guys know what's got to get done. I'll be over here if you need me type mm-hmm. of deal. Yep. It's that trust that, that, that you build and, and expectations are clearly set in advance. My expectations are clearly set and everybody knows that. And so when people have a goal and they have an objective and they have an expectation, they're going to meet that. And you hire the right people, they're going to meet that. Mm-hmm. And that's what, we're, that's what we're trying to do down there. That's what we're all about. And I think we've really, really reached an area where, where that's kind of, it's kind of almost like a self-fulfilling, I mean, it, it's kind of on autopilot, I want to say, more yeah. than anything. And, and it, that, what, what, there's still the need even... There's still need to take the controls once in a while, you know, those those situations that occur or, or to adjust course, so to speak. And that's kind of what the rule we have now is, you know, if you put it in that, in that, in that regard that, you know, sometimes we have to adjust course a little bit, but a lot of stuff is just kind of cruising along because it starts with the right people in place. Going from uh, basically almost like a, a field leadership position to writing and, and directing policy. Yes. Uh, and, and, and you both seem like you, you really did miss the road a little bit in our interactions and talks together. So I just had to ask that question. I had to throw that out there. But in a way, it's almost kind of good to hear that you do miss it, you know? It, and, you should my, – my philosophy on my work in life is I've always left a job that I love. Um, when I got out in the military, I loved it. Um, when I got promoted to sergeant from officer, I loved it. I've, I've loved every job I've had. I think where people make mistakes is they hang on to um, hang on to a job for retirement when they sour after seven years and they just consume oxygen for 13 years. Yeah, and they're miserable. People only live once, and I, I, I think we've both thoroughly enjoyed every position we've had mm-hmm. at the police department, and um, so we probably might look back on everything with rose-hued glasses because it is shift work. It is difficult. We're, you're tired all the time. Um, it can be boring at 2 o'clock in the morning on, in February on yeah. a Sunday, on a, on a <laughs> Monday morning. But it's still the best job I, and career I could have ever um, put myself into. Absolutely. Now, National Police Week runs from Sunday, May 14th, through Saturday, May 20th. Uh, Chief, what is National Police Week? So in 1961, President John F. Kennedy declared May 15th of each year as Police Officer Memorial Day. And the week in which May 15th, the Sunday to, uh, to Saturday in which May 15th occurs as National Police Week. So obviously Police Officer Memorial Day is, is in recognition of the officers across the nation, state, local, federal, who have given their lives in the line of duty. To date, there's over 22,000 police officers since 17 I'm gonna get the date wrong 1787 I think when I first started really keeping track civilian law enforcement civilian and over 22,000 names inscribed on the police officer memorial wall in Washington DC Wow Uh, unfortunately this year we are adding another 224 names to that list seems like a lot it is um, so this week is just in recognition of of the the police officers the you know the May 15th specifically in recognition of officers who have paid the ultimate sacrifice and the week around it just in recognition of of the profession and and the everybody gets in this job knowing that that when you walk out the door to start your shift it could be the last time you walk out your door and uh, so it's it's 
it's just a way of of, of remembrance and, and and providing that recognition and making the letting the community know as well. Now, down at the Sheridan Police Department, how do you guys like to observe this amongst your team? Um, we like to think we observe it every day on the way yeah. every day of the year on the how we conduct ourselves and how we represent the profession um we we do we will discuss it and every, everyone's aware of it the flags that was it um, half, staff. half staff governor gordon was gracious enough to order them half staff but um we we try to represent all day every day yeah. um not not just during a certain week but we, it, we will look at the flag and, and recognize it um, but we we don't do any ceremonies we kind of don't want to throw ourselves a ceremony yeah um, and it's not it the, the proclamations are uh, put out nationally awarded kind of weird it's they, they have appreciation and memorial mixed in but to us it's police officer memorial week um it's kind of like the difference between veterans day and memorial day right um yep. th this is the week to think about the people that have um made the, the ultimate sacrifice and their families who, who have lost them too um i kind of tend to downplay everything but this is a serious week and i, I think we should uh hold it in the correct context and it, it's about all the names on that wall in washington absolutely absolutely and i agree with you on that uh as a veteran uh, you're a veteran we understand the difference between veterans day where you appreciate those who made it home yes and and went over there or uh on on memorial day it's a completely different yes. time where we remember those who passed away yes. and gave their lives and this is for the police officers the deputies the law enforcement officers throughout the country uh same thing yes to take and some time and think about those who gave their lives yeah and like much like uh every day is we conduct ourselves properly every day in Sheridan. I've said this numerous times. People treat us like gold every day. Um, yeah. So to us, every day feels like police officer uh, uh, appreciation day or week in, in Sheridan, and we're very cognizant of that. Um, but this week, we may be a little more serious about the thanking of the people that ha have given their lives. Yeah, and absolutely. by people, I mean law enforcement officers. Absolutely. Is there any way that you like to observe it specifically, uh, maybe privately or? Uh, no. 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 It's. I mean, I. We read every day. It seems like uh, officers. Um, yeah, and being, unfortunately, being I, I get yeah. a phone notification every time an officer in the country is killed in the line of duty. Oh, wow. uh, so and. You know, that's several hundred a year yeah. that you get that notification on my phone. Uh, it's just every day is, is how I live it and, and being aware of that and, and trying to recognize that and, and through my interactions with our staff and our officers to let them know they're always in, in everybody's thoughts. So it, it's, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's sombering sometimes and you see some true tragedies. You know, we had, we were very, we've had 68 Wyoming law enforcement officers killed in the line of duty since the late 1880s. Um, we had a very close call just over the mountain from us just a couple weeks ago where an officer was shot in the line of duty and thankfully survived. So it hits close to home. Uh, but every time, it doesn't matter where that officer's at, what, what part of the country, then it hits really close to home. When, you know, when you've done this job for 28 years, seen a lot of those notifications over 28 years. Absolutely. Uh, that's, that's, it's rough to think about. But at the same time, those who put that shield on do understand exactly what the job is and what they're putting on that line yeah and and that's kind of the balance that we've discussed is um, especially given the the uh the wave of the last couple of years it seemed to have, have just passed us by to where the police are so nationwide are 
kind of getting t- t- so afraid to make a decision because they're worried about the repercussions. Um, that's something we do remind our officers of is we're here to do a job, not, and that job is to make everyone safe. Mm-hmm. Um, they often say, my, well, my job's to go, my goal is to go home at the end of the shift. That's a pretty low bar to me. That's a given because I, I know, I've always known I'm going home. Um, whether someone else chooses not to, that's up to them, whether they go to, go to jail or whatever. But our primary responsibility is safety to the community um, and maintaining that quality of life. Everything else is nice. Um, yeah. But we, we, we have that, that base need um, that we provide to the community, and we, we will not um, alter how we um, alter those services whatsoever. And that is the duty. Yes. That is the sense of duty. Now, um, I think I'm going to take a quick commercial break, and when we come back, I'm going to uh, ask the chief and the captain how we can help. Uh, during this week. Maybe make your jobs a little bit easier. All right. You're listening to Public Pulse on 930K, are we? And 103.9 FM. Sheridan. Keeping your cash in a high-yield account is a simple way to save. First Federal Bank and Trust's high-yield online savings account comes with a competitive interest rate and local service from people you know. Open the account from the convenience of your computer or mobile device and watch your savings grow. Visit efirstfederal.bank to open your account today or check out our deposit specials. First Federal Bank and Trust, helping our customers succeed since 1935. Member FDIC. The Sheridan Fellowship of Christian Athletes is a Christian sports ministry that focuses on coaches, campus, camp, and community. We strive to strengthen the influence of Jesus Christ in our community through coaches and athletes, growing their relationship with Christ and his church. Won't you join us in making a significant difference in the lives of our coaches and kids? To learn more or to join our team, contact me online today, wsmith at fca.org. Wyo Renovation wants you. Well, your house at least. They'll buy your home for cash, no matter what it looks like or what condition it is in. You don't have to do a thing besides contact them. No cleaning, no repairs, no having to leave for showings or make everything just right. And best of all, no realtor or commission fees. Confidential, fast, friendly, and they'll make you an offer on any home. Learn more at wyorenovation.com or find them on Facebook. One night after dinner, my wife asked me if I could clear the table. Well, I had to get a run and start, but by golly, I did it. Speaking of tables, Frackleton's is once again taking online reservations. Just go to Frackleton's.com, click on the reservations tab, click the number in your party, daytime booth, table, bar area, main room, or back room, and that table is yours when you get here. Frackleton's, fine food and spirits, Main Street, downtown Sheridan, where good food is good mood. Okay, so I got this smartwatch that actually tells me that it's time to drink water. Our ancestors crossed the wilderness in covered wagons without water reminder sundials. How did they not die of thirst? Well, if you're looking for water, all you have to do is call 307 Wildcat Well Service in Eureka. They drill a hole in the ground and deliver cool, clear water. So here's your reminder. You need water. Contact 307 Wildcat Well Service today, and you too will have cool, clear water. This week on the Weekend Sports Rep Podcast, presented by Jack and Kathleen Wood at 307 Real Estate, we are on idiot alert here on the show. Ring the alarm bells. We analyze what is John Morant even doing? 
Plus, the Phoenix Suns and the Philadelphia 76ers implode once again. And when can we start taking a more critical look at the process? We have those topics and more on the Weekend Sports Wrap podcast on SheridanMedia.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, proudly brought to you by our friends out there at First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Whiting. My guests this morning are Sheridan Police Department Chief Travis Koltiska and Captain Tom Ringley. Now, we've discussed National Police Week. This week runs from Sunday, May 14th through Saturday, May 20th. It's going to give us an opportunity to take some time to remember those who gave their lives in the line of duty to keep a community safe. Chief, how can we as the general public help the police officers out there right now um, during this week and just as a way to kind of make things a little bit easier? You know, I mean, uh, the first thing I'd ask is that make it easier on them while they're doing their job. And that's just to to do what they're asked. So if there is an encounter with an officer through a whatever means and they ask you to say hey could you stand over here please while i'm investigating this or could you have a seat it's just just doing those simple requests make the life so much easier it's not escalating a situation know that our officers are never going to go into a situation and escalate and purposely escalate anything we're, we're going to try to we want compliance we want people to, to you know the reason we ask somebody to step over somewhere is, there's a reason for it well, that we're doing it it's for safety reasons obviously and and so i mean that's the Making their job easier on on the street is the number one way to to say thank you, I guess. And lawful commands are lawful commands. Correct. There are there are things that if you know, if you're detained and we we have a control of movement at that time, then yeah, that's a lawful command. Giving you, requesting certain items of identification or having you step out of a vehicle, all of these things could potentially be lawful commands. You know, I can, there's a whole list of them and. That just makes things easier on everybody, yourself included. Yeah. So, um, you know, and and I, I tell you, this 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 place is a great. I mean, I went in Monday morning and there was two dozen donuts sitting in the kitchen. And I laugh. We've had that conversation before. <laughs> yeah. We have. Cops yeah. on donuts, but no, I, I'll reiterate what the captain has said, and we've said on here multiple times that that, that this community is a, a stellar community to police in. It really, really is, and we don't have. Um, a large amount of situations where people are purposely resisting. I mean, it happens, don't get me wrong, but it's not overwhelming. It's not what you see in the media around the country and some of the, the things that happen in other parts of the, of the country. Um, but the officers are out there trying to just keep, they want this community to be safe. They want to increase everybody's quality of life. That's their purpose. That's our mission. And uh, yeah, if, they're, if they're, you are interacting, just know that they want to get this situation over and resolved as quick as possible. Um, to the benefit of everyone, if possible, uh, and uh, yeah, do what they ask, and it'll be really simple. Yeah, I think one thing the community could do is come join us. Um, yeah, c- please. come please your community. Yeah. Community, we we have plenty of, of vacancies for the right people, and if you or if you know someone, we're t- tell them to come give us a look. You know, you and I had that conversation once, Captain, where you looked at someone and you said. I could do that job better. Yeah. And so you went and put the uniform on to do the job better. Yes. And and if someone feels that out yeah. in the community, well. And, and he also had the time where it was like, oh, that guy was, that, that officer was amazing to me. I want to do what he did for my yeah. community. You know, Inspiration. So both, yeah, yeah. So both ways. 
So yeah, and, we, and we have a great team. Come join us if you if you if you've ever thought about it and you want to do this job, and you you know you want to give back in a way that very few people can. Uh, this is the job for you. And plus, there's the reserve officers yes. uh, program that's out there. So if you can't give it full time, you can go see what it's like, get some training. And help police your community Absolutely. when you do have the time. And I, I really like that program. All right. Now, uh, I'm going to change subjects on you real quick. The spring runoff is happening. The wife and I went for a walk the other day. And, boy, that creek uh, over in Buffalo, Clear sure. Creek, was running. So uh, the goose <laughs> the goose is up. Yes. Uh, so when it comes to what the public should know, uh, we've covered this, I don't know how many times, quite a few times, yeah. written lots of stories on those sandbags that are out there. Yep. But uh, just to reiterate, what do you think they should know? Um, well, besides the usual stuff, like don't drive through running water, um, inter- inter- something we believe in, intervene early. Um, if you, Now's the time to start protecting your property um, but before the water it becomes part of the water line. Yeah. Um, so con- contact the city of Sheridan. They're there. They're, they can... Uh, list sandbag locations um, and have a I, I would also urge people that live near water to have a a, a bailout plan to yeah. have, have a bag with what you need for your family so if you have to get out then you you, you can get out safely um, houses or property and they're one thing but people and, and lives are another and I'm glad you brought that up captain we've got uh, what we call Ron bags and they were just rest overnight yes but essentially they had all the gear equipment some food uh, you know water available if you got it and and it's just something you can grab and go yeah. it's a, a just, bug just, out just, bag just even as small as a small bag with some some of your essentials some of your clothing and that and you go go grab a hotel room for a couple nights because the water's intrudent you know or stay with family yeah, just having just have that preparation in place to be able to if if worst case scenario happens and we encounter a, a very large flood. Um, yeah, I know the creek's coming up, but I you know I think it's still staying cold enough up top. I don't think I hope and I'm knocking on wood here that we're not going to get a massive runoff all at one shot like we did that one year um, the hundred year flood a couple years ago. Yeah, let's, let's keep our fingers crossed that doesn't happen again that the runoff is slow. But you're right, the creeks are rising and people that do live in those areas. They've experienced it year after year, the ones that have experienced the issues. So they're, I think most of them are pretty well prepared. It's the ones that want to go around. I'll ask this, the ones that want to go around and look at the high water. Oftentimes, those are you're getting in the, in the road of, of mitigation efforts. Um, like the captain said, driving through running water or streets that are closed be, due to high water. Stay out of those areas. You know, If you don't live there and you don't need to protect your property and the water's running, please don't go for just a joyride to go look at it because sometimes that can cause additional issues. And that running water issue, for those who might not know, uh, too many times individuals have seen that going across the road and thought, I can make it through there. But that water is so much stronger than people think it is. I mean, it'll push a a vehicle right off the road um, pretty dang quickly, too. Uh, All right. So I got just a couple more questions for you. And one that uh, I know a lot of people are wondering about the construction downtown. Have we had any issues or does that seem to be going off uh, without a hitch? No, uh, the community's done a fantastic job of adjusting the routines and uh, finding places to to park. Um, I think the weather cooperated and they only started not just a couple days late, but we appreciate everyone's patience. We, We haven't received any complaints. Um, about it, and um, I'm sure during the summer, as the, the downtown gets busier, it may it's obviously going to get a bit more congested. So just be be patient and maybe park a little further out and walk past 
down the sidewalk, past some of the downtown shops and, and have a look at them while you're at it and just enjoy our beautiful downtown. And it, it really is. I, I know I talk about it quite a bit, but uh, the wife and I went to a show the other night and before we got here pretty early. So we just walked around downtown. We did some window shopping. Yep. And every time I do that, I'm always kind of reminded how fun that can actually be. Uh, you know, some of the things that people are selling downtown are fun. Uh, some of them are ridiculous uh, <laughs> in a fun way. Well, you're right. And so, I mean, you could just walk around down there for hours, yeah. and it's great to do. Yeah, and don't forget about those businesses that are in the closure area. You know, I was just down at one yesterday. Um, was down there at one of the businesses that's in the closure area. I mean, they're still open for business. They're still plugging along. And, um, you know, there's great opportunities for shopping and different things downtown shared. And so let's let's keep them in mind while we're, while we're moving forward with this. We're all in this together. Absolutely. The entire community is in this together. And it's going to pay dividends in the end, getting all these, these utilities replaced and a new surface on their roadway. It's going to be nice when it's done. And But we we need to all band together on it. Yeah, it's it's... It's going to feel like it lasts forever, but it's not really going to last that long. Right. And, and we can pull through this as one team. All right, uh, Chief, Captain, thank you both so much. Thank you, Floyd. And thank you for what you do. Thank and you. Appreciate it. You and your team, stay safe out there. We will. All right, when we return, we're going to speak with the Executive Director of Veterans Village. You're listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Sheridan. Your business deserves a strong partner. First Federal Bank and Trust provides cash management services to help your business collect, disperse, and manage funds. Whether you need merchant services or positive pay fraud protection, our team will find the tools that best support your business. Contact a cash management officer today by visiting efirstfederal.bank. First Federal Bank and Trust is your partner in success. Member FDIC. Is Wyoming Corporate Office your one-stop shop for everything you need for your Wyoming-based business, LLC, or corporation formulation? Yes. Service of process and mail forwarding services? Indeed. Fulfill the legal requirements for small businesses based in Wyoming? Absolutely. Wyoming Corporate Office provides the communication between your business and the state so you don't have to. Learn more by visiting wyomingcorporateoffice.com today. This Memorial Day, Canes and Champion Funeral Homes invite you to a truly special event in honor of our fallen heroes and the families they've had the honor to serve. Join them on May 29th from 8 to 3 p.m. in the empty lot next to the Sheridan Municipal Cemetery, where they will have prepared a day filled with remembrance, togetherness, and gratitude. Look for the big tent with red, white, and blue balloons and enjoy a free brunch and lunch with delicious food. Kane and Champion Funeral Homes are here for you. May 29th, 8 through 3 p.m. Don't miss this special Memorial Day event. Are you tired of dodging potholes and feeling every bump in the road? Don't let your vehicle suffer any longer. Call Waring Chevrolet and make an appointment. Hi, this is Chris Hayden. We will set the alignment and check the wear on your tires, steering, and suspension systems using our state-of-the-art Hunter alignment machine. Whether you drive a car, truck, or SUV, our expert technicians will make sure you are up and running smoothly. So don't wait. Call to make an appointment. Waring Sheridan Chevrolet, 107 East Alger, or call 674-6419. 
Heads up, whether it's at work, at home, or play, take a few seconds to look up and locate any overhead power lines. When working outside, be sure to keep yourself and any tools or equipment you're using at least 10 feet away. Teach your children to fly kites or toys in areas away from overhead power lines. And do not attempt to remove anything that has become tangled with a line. Always assume an overhead power line is energized and dangerous. A safety message brought to you by Montana Dakota Utilities. In the community to serve. It's time for another gift card giveaway at the Sheridan Commercial Company. Hi, Kurt Smith here. We're giving away $2,000 in gift cards for 10 days. That's $200 per day starting Monday, May 22nd. Register today and every day. You can't win if you don't sign up. No purchase necessary. There are lots of chances to win. You could be part of the $2,000 gift card giveaway. Sign up today. Thanks from the Sheridan Commercial Company. We appreciate your business. Open seven days a week. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, proudly brought to you by First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Whiting. Veterans Village, Amnax is working and raising funds to build a development community consisting of 50 individual homes for at-risk veterans in Sheridan County. This has got the vision to be physically, mentally, and socially safe. It's an independent living environment supporting veterans. In September of last year, Amnex was granted two major gifts, one from the Roberts Family Foundation and the Homer A. and Mildred S. Scott Foundation. Each funded a third of a salary for a new full-time executive director, and the search was on. Joining me for the second part of the show this morning is the man that they found. Welcome Executive Director Stephen Nicholson. Good morning, sir. Good morning. How's uh, how's things going out there at uh, Veterans Village and the development of everything? Uh, pretty positive? So far, it's been well-received uh, in the community. Um, we uh, are finding a lot of support and uh, a lot of people getting behind us and starting to push. We're gaining some traction. That's fantastic to hear because mm-hmm. a lot of these things are... are it, once you get them going, it's not too bad, but it's really difficult to try and kickstart these these types of large projects. And and so we'll get into uh, uh, where we're going with that in a minute. First, let's get to know you a little bit. Where'd you grow up, Stephen? So I grew up between uh, Wisconsin and Minnesota. My father was a pastor, so we traveled a little bit and moved a couple locations through my growing up. So Now, you yourself are a veteran. Yes, sir. Um when and where did you serve? So I served uh, from 88 to 92 in the Navy um, between San Diego and Norfolk, Virginia. Um, and my wife also served here in that same time frame. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Did you meet in the service? We did. Oh, really? <laughs> on a ship affectionately called the Love Boat. No. Honestly. Oh, that is that is great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but the kids and grandkids love that story. They huh? do. They do. <laughs> now, what made you seek this position uh or did they find you did you find them they kind of snuck up on me um it uh i was invited to my wife and i were invited to a barbecue last summer that kind of was to kick off veterans village and, and bring notoriety to it and while i was there uh Kristen marcus approached me and we visited and uh, she mentioned that there was a interviewing process going on for the executive director at that time she's fantastic she uh, is she's the the individual who brought this whole project to my attention 
uh, quite a while ago. I want to say it was almost two years now. Um, I'm right. not really good with time in the memory. It could have been farther or even nearer than that. But so what would you like to do with this position? Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, there, the the list is very long, but I, I think first and foremost, um, I really want to get to a point where we have a facility to bring our guys into as quickly as possible. Um, there is a huge need in the Sheridan and Johnson County area um, for uh, our at-risk veterans. Um, we could fill our facility of 50 units uh, in a month's time wow. with no problem. So for those who might not know, the problem really is that bad in this area. Absolutely. There are um, approximately 250 at-risk veterans living in the Sheridan area alone right now. And by at-risk, I mean guys that go through the VA and the VOA system and um, are in good shape when they come out, but then have nowhere to go where do i go from here yeah, yeah exactly they hit the streets and they're supposed to find a job which the va and voa have programs to help them find those jobs but it's still a process and for guys that have never had to do that in their life that's that's a big wall to climb over yeah and uh, it's a hurdle that you know is tough for them and you know unfortunately a lot of them um kind of go back to what they're familiar with which isn't healthy for them we covet what we know yeah absolutely um the voa the va the, and, and one thing about those organizations and the way that they help veterans, some people might not understand, the layman might not understand. Some of these programs can last months. Um, I've, I've known veterans who've gone back to programs. Sometimes they're involved in these programs for years uh, to basically overcome or, or learn to live with the PTSD, the anxiety. Uh, it's, it's a tough time period for them. And, and I, I can only reach back on my experience, but coming out of these types of programs, you are optimistic, but a little raw, um, not like a bare nerve raw, but, uh, you don't know what your next step is going to be and you feel somewhat lost. Um, and, and maybe some folks can understand that and maybe, maybe others don't. What is the overall mission of the veterans village? So our mission is to provide a safe and stable environment for them to live in so that they can continue to find their purpose, find their drive, uh, get their traction, get their footing. And ultimately, we would like to see them um, obtain employment, obtain self-sufficiency. And the goal would be for them to be able to transition out of our facility into their own home, whether it's a rental or purchasing a home, um, for them to be reunited with possibly estranged families, um, whether it be spouses or children, um, that kind of thing. We want to see that full family unit come back together um, or to see them establish a family unit. Yeah, some of these you guys know, are out there on their own. Man, they are absolutely alone with nobody to talk to. When you see a veteran on the street, stop and talk to him. Visit with him. Give him an outlet. Give him somebody to talk to. Find out a little bit about him yeah. and, or her. And, uh, you know, they're lonely. Yeah. And they'll never it, admit it. Right. But, yeah, absolutely not. They will be the first one. And, and we do our veterans a huge disservice when we just discount them as a veteran. They're a vet, you know, 
Yeah. They are an asset. They have a skill set that they just want to give, 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 and give. They will give you the shirt off their back at their expense, mm-hmm. you know. And um, we want to see these guys come through that. They can stay with us forever, or they can stay with us as long as they need to to find that traction. We don't have a time limit on our program. So once I'm in that house, I don't look at my watch and go, "Well, I got six months, and no. that's it." Yep, you're you are. It's wide open. Um, now there are requirements. Um, we are going to require that they continue their counseling. We're going to require that they work in the community as a volunteer. We're going to require that they further their education in, in whatever way is fit for them, um, whether it's going through Sheridan College or doing some online training or um, just simple, you know, even trades um, where we have businesses in the community that have reached out and want to intern these guys for a couple weeks and see if they fit, whether it's at an electrical company or a plumbing company or oh, that's great. a meat plant. Um, they just see where they fit and then you know from that help them establish um their self-worth yeah and build them back up again so and and one thing i will say about the majority of veterans i've known in my life uh if you're loyal to them they're more loyal than a dog to you you know it it comes back tenfold Mm -hmm. and 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 it's fantastic to hear that some of these you know great trades i mean an electrician holy cow Absolutely. What a fantastic trade to be right. an electrician. Right. And and that would more than guarantee them a good life going forward. And if you could intern on that and then build on that, people get to know your character. They get to see who you are. The things that, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> things that veterans may be hesitant to show after everything that uh, we've all gone through. Uh, but to see them work, you know, all of a sudden that, that character and that strength of character starts to shine. Absolutely. Put something in their hands, let them get to work, and, and watch them go. Now, one thing that uh, you do want to specify that I, I really appreciate, you're not here to duplicate services either. Uh, you work with these other organizations for right. veterans. So the counseling will continue with these other organizations. How have you, how has your organization been received by these larger uh, uh, agencies that have been taking, uh, you know, other roles in a veteran's life. So uh, Jeff Holsinger at the VOA has uh, endorsed us, given us a letter saying that, you know, he's behind what we're doing, um, and he uh, will. Um, he's the one that said he could fill us up in 30 days. He's like, yeah. there are so many guys available for your program. Um, the VA itself, we plan to have a uh, liaison between us and the VA that works for us. That will be an advocate for the veterans just to help them stay plugged in. It's somebody that will be familiar with the VA system so that, you know, navigating the intricacies of a government run program um, can be difficult, especially for our veterans. Yeah. Um, when I got out of the service, nobody said anything to me about there being a VA. I would, I knew nothing about it and my wife either. And, you know, we both had our issues that we could have had we known about the VA early on, it could have helped us out um, immensely. So um, having a person on board with us who knows how to navigate that system um, will help us. But our, you know, being able to refer the guys back to their VA counselors um, or their VOA counselors, um, making sure they stay connected. Um, but we've been well received for the most part. Um, at, once they find out we're not duplicating what they're doing, um, it gets easier. Yeah. Um, and we're not. We're just 
providing them with a place to go when they leave that program and then instituting a daily routine for these guys, whether it be through their service dog um, or animal, having a reason to get up in the morning to start with and take care of that animal, having a purpose. And then from there, building on that every day to taking care of themselves, taking care of their battle buddy that's in the next cabin over, um, whatever it may be. Uh, We're wanting those guys to um, always be progressing forward. And we're there for the ones that need an arm put around them and walk alongside them. And we're also there for the guy that needs a boot. Yeah. You know, every once in a while we uh, all do, don't we? I I tell you, we do. And, and being in the service, anybody that's been in the service knows that that is, you know, a direct driving force to get a guy motivated. Absolutely. um, But also there's going to be guys that go by leaps and bounds, you know? And so it's, uh, we just want to come alongside them though and make sure that that can happen and have a place for them to be able to do that. And I, I really do like that you pointed that out. There's going to be different levels here. There's going to be soldiers and sailors and airmen and and Marines that come through this program quick. You know, Mm -hmm. they got out of the service. uh, They're they're getting their counseling done. All they needed was just a place to stay for a month. And then, boom, they're up and, and they're going again. And then there's going to be individuals who maybe have to deal with some more severe issues. And they've got to stay for a year. Or, or six, seven months at a time. And I, I, I'm really glad that you pointed that out, which is, uh, you know, I spoke with Sean Higgins in April regarding the Storyhouse Village development. This is all one big project, correct? Correct. So Storyhouse has gotten behind us and is supporting us in any way and shape or form they can. Um, they have donated or agreed to donate land to us. Um, how that'll look is going to be structured differently um, as they go through their um process because they are a for-profit and we're a not-for-profit so there's some things there but they are behind us in any way they can help us and they started with um, giving us the land that we need to build our facility on Um, and uh, we're partnering with them to be integrated into Storyhouse so that some of our veterans will be working there as uh, groundskeepers or um, custodial staff that kind of stuff because we have all levels of guys we have guys that are very limited in their physical capabilities that will be living with us who may only be able to go out and do certain jobs. Yeah. Um, so they're, they're going to be restricted, but Storyhouse is um, welcoming, welcoming us to come and do that. You know, one driving factor behind veterans and um, is having that purpose. You know, you, you touched on the support animal. Uh, a lot of people might not really understand what that is, but uh, as you said, it's the first thing I have to take care of in the morning. It gives mm-hmm. me a purpose to be. When you join a service and, and you get it in your mind, you know, what you do, and you're trained to know that job, and then all of a sudden one day it's just gone, and you've mm-hmm. got to reflect on that and look back on everything, you, you have a lot of problems, not everyone, but a lot of us had problems of trying to figure out what next. I, I don't have anything to go to next. And so you, you develop this sense of, of isolation and loneliness. And, and that is what puts a lot of these veterans at risk. And so having this sense of purpose is such a driving factor uh, to these guys and gals that are out there. You know, now I've got something to serve. Now I've got someone who depends on me again. And then all of a sudden they, 
like cream. They just rise to the top, mm-hmm. and, and they really get motivated. And so that is why having these uh, purposes like groundskeeping and animals are so important. At what stage uh, in the project are they with, with Veterans Village and, and going forward with the Storyhouse development? Okay, so we have secured the land. Um, and they are working on um, the engineering and the annexation into the city, um, the sewer water, utilities, that kind of stuff right now. So we're hoping to be able to break ground. Um, we'd like to later this summer. Yeah. Um, however, there's just a lot of things at play. Um, if we currently need, um, in order to get from the highway to our location, we need $8.5 million to build our road and then to build our complete facility. And so that's currently what we're trying to uh, raise right now um, through uh, grants, fundraisers, um, private foundations, um, that type of thing. Um, We're also, if I could plug it real quick, having a ruck race Saturday. On uh, the 20th, we will be having a ruck race at Kendrick Park. It starts at seven o'clock in the morning. Um, There are two divisions, lightweight and heavyweight. There are 14 different categories. Uh, You can run as a uniformed um, veteran, if you like, um, all the way down to carrying a 15-pound pack and walking the the short race, which is seven miles. Um, We welcome everybody. Um, There's, if you go to our Veterans Village 82801 Facebook page, you can purchase ribbons for a rucker to carry in honor of your uh, veteran in your life. And then after the race, they will mail the ribbons to you to uh, display. Um, it'll have the, your veteran's name on the ribbon and what branch of the service they were in. Um, there, it's, uh, you can also still enter day of the race. So if you feel like coming and participating, we'd love to have you there. Um, and it'll kick off from Kendrick Park at 7 a.m. And that's that's this Saturday? Yes. Oh, that is fantastic. Yep. Uh, it's, it's been a long time since so I've seen a ruck race, man. <laughs> yeah. And we have some uh, some guys that are going to be in full dress. So it's going to be really nice to see them packing um, up to 60 pounds um, in their full dress. I mean, it's like, uh, I don't know if. I, I never wanted to do the crucible. That's why I wasn't a Marine. I was in the Navy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll let those guys carry the load. I'll just pack it around for them on my ship. But um, And I do want to plug our sponsors, if I could. Sheridan Motors, Eagles Area 186, and the Veterans Guardian are two, uh, our three primary sponsors that we have. So That's fantastic. Thank you to them um, for joining us on this. A big thank you to those organizations for Absolutely. helping to, to support this. A ruck race. You know, it, it, this goes off very well. I, I, I propose making that just an annual thing. We do. Yeah, we that, are. That is going to be a great time. Yep. Uh, for those who may not know what that is, it's basically a bunch of uh, service members. Uh, it, it's kind of a sense of pride amongst many of us who can ruck the farthest right. and the fastest. So What's that's great to hear. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen, I want to thank you for coming on the show this morning. Morning, and thank you for uh, stepping up, accepting this position. Uh, we need someone on the inside like you, my friend. Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity. Thank you very much. All right. You've been listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE 103.9 FM. Shared.
First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize another winner of $1,000 in cash and another $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media as part of their community commitment. Herding Rescue Dogs of Wyoming is receiving these funds for random drawing. We're giving $1,000 away every week to a qualified nonprofit organization. Next week, it could be your nonprofit. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment, member FDIC. Moss Holders Design Center is here to help you create a space that you'll love. If you're relocating, remodeling, or just refreshing your home, Moss Holders' talented design team can help you through the process. With free in-home consultations, Moss Holders will be able to find the furniture and finishing touches that work best with your space, your lifestyle, and your budget. So if you want to change the look of just one room or furnish an entire home, Moss Holders designers can get it done. Moss Holders, furniture is our passion. I'm here today with Candace Crane from Sheridan Honda and Power Sports. Tommy, hi. Have you started your spring cleaning yet? Oh, I need to get on that. You know what's really important to do in the spring that often gets overlooked? What's that? Replacing the cabin and engine air filters in your vehicles after driving on the mucky winter roads. And remember, we service all makes and models, including domestics. I didn't think about that. And for the month of May, we're offering 50% off all cabin and engine air filters when you get the oil change in your car or truck at Sheridan Honda. For all your service and repair needs, visit Sheridan Honda and Power Sports. At Legacy Diamond and Gems, they have a wide selection of estate jewelry, including gold, silver, and platinum. With new items arriving weekly, now is the perfect time to stop in. Items include pre-owned Rolex watches, vintage and modern rings, pendants, earrings, and more, all at great values. They're also buyers of gold, silver, and platinum jewelry, paying maximum prices for diamonds and fine gemstones. So hurry in to Legacy Diamond and Gems, where quality and value are always in style. Legacy Diamond and Gems, 11 North Main Street, downtown Sheridan. In this day and age, everyone's looking for a great value deal. Well, look no further than your locally owned McDonald's. The $3.50 value deal is available at your McDonald's in Sheridan, Buffalo, and Gillette. Choose from a McDouble, hot and spicy, or six-piece chicken McNuggets, plus a small fry for $3.50. Now that is the value. Don't forget to download the McDonald's app for even more great deals. Look no further for a great value deal than your locally owned McDonald's in Sheridan, Buffalo, and Gillette. Look out, Wyoming. 40 of the top PRCA bull riders are coming to compete at the Johnson County Fairgrounds on Saturday, May 20th. Gates open to the public at 5. Come and enjoy amazing vendors. The shoots open at 6. The show is on. Don't miss the after party and live music in the Cowboy Saloon. Safe rides will be available. Get your tickets online at foreverwest.events or at the gate. For updates, like us on Facebook at Forever West Productions for updates. 103.9 FM is News Talk 930. KROE, Sheridan. KROE.